What's happening, everybody? Justin, Bridgewater's Finest on YouTube, Blockbuster underscore guy on Twitter, fueled as always by the incredible folks at Nerd Tees. We are in the dying days of January, and that can only mean one thing, Super Bowl 54, or Super Bowl Live, if you will, shout out Liv Morgan, is right around the corner. We got an incredible matchup. The Kansas City Chiefs, champions of the AFC after defeating Tennessee, taking on the San Francisco 49ers, champions of the NFC after defeating the Green Bay Packers. My Green Bay Packers, in fact, the same Green Bay Packers that are in that tiki that you see on my splash screen on YouTube. And you know what? I'm wearing my Packers hat today because, and like, that's, that's not a, that's not a metaphor. I'm literally wearing my Packers hat today. And that's because like, look, I obviously am very disappointed that Green Bay lost and that Green Bay didn't really look in that football game for very large chunks of it. That that defense for San, uh, San Fran, as well as the run game, just did absolutely anything that it wanted to do. And if you'll recall, if you listened to the episode for Championship Sunday, what I said was they need to take the run game away. They need to take the run game away and force Jimmy Garoppolo to have to be the one to beat them. They didn't do that. They did, in fact, the exact opposite of that. They did not take the run game away in any way, shape, or form, and Raheem Mostert had a game for the ages. I'm still proud of the season the Packers had. It was an excellent regular season. They won a playoff game. They got back to where they... It feels like it's been decades since they've been there because they went two years where they only want to combine 13 games. I like where this team is going. I'm a little worried about Blake Martinez going to free agency. That's a, that's a, a, a big piece to have to replace on the defensive side. But I still like where this team's going with Matt LaFleur. Let's see where it goes. Now, I'm not going to waste your time because it's been, it was a bad week last week. I think I went one and five. It's been a bad week. It was a bad playoff. It's been basically a bad season by my own standards. So I'm not going to waste your time with any of that. We're going to get right down to brass tacks. We got an incredible Super Bowl coming up in just five days time, six days time, I guess. Who's going to win? And part of the reason I'm getting right to it is, look, everybody knows how this game is going to look. It is no shock, at least on paper, how this game is going to look. You have got a transcendent offense in the Kansas City Chiefs versus arguably a transcendent defense in the San Francisco 49ers. This is a classic matchup. More specifically, we're talking about the transcendent pass offense of the Kansas City Chiefs. They're averaging 304 passing yards per game in these playoffs. They have put up 419 yards per game of total offense. They're running the ball fairly well as well, putting up 43 points in their two playoff games, 43 points per game, I should say, in their two playoff games. 86 points in two games. Now, they've had to come from behind now two weeks in a row, down 24 points to Houston and down, I believe, what was it, 10-0 to Tennessee? Man, that Titans plus seven was looking real good there for a little while. But, so I mean, they have gotten off slow twice now. If they do that again this week, there is a defense on the other side, which is head and shoulders, the best defense that the Kansas City Chiefs have played in these playoffs. No disrespect to Tennessee, who's a good defense, Houston was always looked at as a better defense than they actually are. But this is head and shoulders the best defense that the Chiefs have played. If they get down, they may not be able to come back this time. 
And then you look at the San Francisco 49ers on the defensive side, only allowing 253 yards of total offense against on average per game in these playoffs. They've only given up 30 points in two games. 30. And they're doing it by being a pretty darn good secondary, only giving up 211 yards passing per game and a complete lockdown run defense 41 and a half yards per game allowed on the ground for this Niners defense. In saying that, this is head and shoulders the best quarterback that the San Francisco 49ers have played in these playoffs. And he's the most mobile. You're talking about to this point, the Niners have played Kirk Cousins and 2020 Aaron Rodgers, which look, he's my quarterback. I love Aaron Rodgers. But this is not the 2013-2014 fantasy football cheat code Aaron Rodgers. It's not. That Aaron Rodgers was five to six years ago. It's the 2020 Aaron Rodgers that basically has a wide receiver 3-4 as his wide receiver 2. This is what we're talking about here. This is head and shoulders, the best quarterback, the most mobile quarterback, and the best and fastest offense that the San Francisco 49ers have played this season, or played in these playoffs, I should say. So that is going to make a difference. The old adage, and they talked about this on the Pat McAfee show uh, just yesterday, I believe it was, the old adage of defense wins championships, I don't think when they were making up that adage, and look, there's a lot of truth in that. I don't know that they ever saw an offense like this coming. I don't think they ever saw somebody like Patrick Mahomes, who is so mobile back there and yet can still huck across his body 60 yards downfield and have two of the fastest wide receivers in football in Tyreek Hill and Nicole Hardman causing havoc down there in the secondary. Arguably the best tight end in football, Travis Kelsey. You've got a multi-running back committee that can do some damage on the ground. A very good offensive line. Head and shoulders, this is the best offense that the Niners will have faced in these playoffs. Like most football games, I think genuinely this game will be won and lost at the line. So it's going to be won and lost by these two offensive lines who are both very good at both pass protecting and opening up lanes for their running game. Both of these offensive lines, very good. Both of these pass rushes, defensive lines, very, very good. San Francisco has the depth Kansas City has Frank Clark, who has four sacks in these playoffs. That leads every individual defensive player in these playoffs. He's got four sacks. Yes, he talked a bunch of shit about Derrick Henry that I thought was really stupid, but you can't question the fact that Frank Clark, obviously one of the elite pass rushers in football today. Both defensive lines, great. Both offensive lines, great. Whichever one cracks first <laughs> seems to be the one that is not going to win this game. I think I have bet against the San Francisco 49ers both weeks. I think I took Minnesota to upset them. And I know I took Green Bay. So they've proven me wrong twice. And what did I say? I said every year there's this team. There's the one team that I bet against, and they prove me wrong every single time. So what I could do is I could subvert expectations with that knowledge and take the San Francisco 49ers, and I'd be completely justified in doing so. The Kansas City Chiefs, I bet against them once. They proved I was an idiot. I bet with them once. Luckily, they came back from 24 points down to prove that I was a smart man. 
it does happen occasionally. So what I could do is I could take the Kansas City Chiefs. And that's the fun part about this. I would be completely justified no matter which team I took. I could be 100% justified either way. Because this is one of the closest Super Bowl matchups I think I can remember. Because even though they haven't really had to show it in these playoffs, the San Francisco 49ers can put up the points on offense. I hearken back to that shootout that they had with the New Orleans Saints. San Francisco can put up points. Even though they haven't really had to show it, the Kansas City Chiefs can play some defense. They were one of the best teams against outside wide receivers all season long. They are a definite, markedly improved defense as a whole. And even though they haven't really shown it in these playoffs, haven't really had to show it in these playoffs because they're scoring over 40 points a game, Kansas City can play some defense. Like I said, folks, this game could legitimately go either way. By a final score of 31-28, to 28, your Super Bowl 54 champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't think Raheem Mostert's going to be able to do what he did last week. I really, I legitimately don't. Because, look, Green Bay just completely gave up trying to defend the run. Kansas City has actually been fairly decent against the run in these playoffs. They're allowing less than 90 yards per game. Yes, they're allowing points, and yes, I think San Francisco is going to have more than 90 yards total on the ground, because I think that's going to be their game plan once again, but I just don't think they're going to have the same kind of success, which means Jimmy G is going to have to do more. Is Jimmy G capable of doing more? Absolutely. It would not shock anybody if George Kittle has 12 catches. Honestly, it's not going to shock anybody. Because I do think Kansas City, on the outside, is going to be able to play some defense against those wide receivers. Which means it's going to be George Kittle. It's going to be a lot of George Kittle. And it's going to be a lot of Tyron Matthew versus George Kittle. It's going to be a huge matchup when San Francisco has the football. And therein, I think, lies the big difference for me. I think Kansas City is going to be able to play some defense on those outside receivers, like I said. I don't know what San Francisco is going to do against the speed of the outside receivers. People can say what they want about Richard Sherman. I genuinely, genuinely believe Richard Sherman is one of the greats of all time. And I'm not saying anything transgressive in saying that. However, Richard Sherman is who he is. And he's elite at that. But Richard Sherman is not a speed cover guy. So whether he's covering Tyreek Hill or whether he's covering Nicole Hardman, yes, he has the size advantage. I don't know that he can keep up with them. And if he can't, and he's getting burned down the field because not only do you have a quarterback that can huck it that far, but you got a receiver that can get under it. If he's getting burned consistently down the field, whether it's Tyreek Hill or it's Nicole Hardman, San Francisco's going to be in trouble. I also look at how San Francisco played this year against a quarterback with arguably a similar skill set to Patrick Mahomes, not nearly as talented as Patrick Mahomes, but Kyler Murray. And I get that that's a division matchup, so the weird things can happen there, but They kind of struggled a little bit against Kyler Murray this year. Kyler Murray 
threw for about 200 yards a game, which is not spectacular, but he threw four touchdowns against them this year and ran for over 100 yards combined in those two games. Kyler Murray put up some numbers on this very good defense, and if Arizona could have played any semblance of defense themselves, they might have won one of those games. All I'm saying is a quarterback with a similar skill set put up some numbers. Now take that quarterback and probably close to double his abilities. There's the possibility here that Patrick Mahomes throws for 300 yards. 350 yards. I think he'll throw a lot in this game. Could he throw for four touchdowns? That's a po- easily a possibility. We've certainly seen it happen more than a few times just this season. That man and that offense, I think, are the true X factor. And I think that's going to propel them to a Super Bowl championship. I'd be an idiot not to take Patrick Mahomes in this context as your Super Bowl MVP. That is certainly what I will do. 31 to 28, Kansas City wins the Super Bowl. As we speak, the line currently sits at the Kansas City Chiefs minus 1.5 points. I will take that. I like them to win by three. So I'm going to lay that point and a half on the Chiefs. Total in the game set at 54 and a half. 31 plus 28 is 59. So I will take over 54 and a half points in Super Bowl 54. Kansas City 31, San Francisco 28. Mahomes wins your MVP. One last piece of business to take care of before we close the book on this NFL season. One that again by the numbers has been relatively disappointing for me. It's time now for the comment of the week from the Conference Championship Sunday video. The comment of the week from the Conference Championship Sunday video goes to Andrew Warren. The final comment of the week from the 2019-2020 season, Andrew Warren gets it. His comment was, Hey, I've been here on your videos all season long. Even your CFL picks and your NHL videos, and even I've enjoyed the movie awards too. Yeah, by the way, check out the movie awards, the videos that have come immediately before this one. Man, it was it was two full weeks of putting out movie awards videos. Pretty well 48 hours of a nice, strong recording time with my friend Tyler. And I love doing the movie awards. Please take the time to check those out. You got me through and through. Good luck on your picks, buddy, and enjoy conference championship week i did enjoy it the results weren't quite what i wanted but i did definitely enjoy the games andrew thank you so much enjoy super bowl 54 my friend keep doing what you do and yours is the final comment of the week from the 2019 2020 season there you go folks the book is closed the 2019-2020 NFL season comes to a close on Sunday, Super Bowl 54, Kansas City, San Francisco. I'm taking the Chiefs 31-28 to to win Super Bowl 54. What do you think? Who do you think is going to win? What's your final score? Who's your Super Bowl MVP? What are some fun prop bets that you're throwing out there? Stuff that you think is going to happen in this game? All that fun stuff, let me know in the comments section below. And listen, again, I say it every year, but it's true every single year and maybe becomes more true as time goes by. Thank you so much. You know, this doing these YouTube videos for eight years now have been so much fun. And, and I genuinely enjoy doing this, 
year in and year out, whether the numbers go up, whether the numbers go down, whatever it is. It's something that I just love doing. I love podcasting. I love producing videos. It's just, it's just fun to me. And I realize it's not fun to everybody, but it's fun to me. And it's certainly fun watching the channel grow, even in slow increments and seeing new viewers come in, new comments, everything like that. I, I love everything about it. I genuinely do. And I hope you love the content. And I hope you stick around because I'm going to try to keep a little more content going through this kind of lull period that we're into now before, hey, the CFL is going to start up again before you know it. There's a regular season game in Halifax this year, which I'm tremendously excited about. And I will be doing some content live from there as well. I hope you'll join me with whatever it is that I do next. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for continuing to watch. And we will see you again when we see you again. Enjoy the Super Bowl. You didn't seriously think I was going to end without doing my outro. That's it for me. Justin, Bridgewater's Finest on YouTube, Blockbuster underscore guy on Twitter, fueled as always by the incredible folks at Nerd Tees. See you later. Thank you.